Blog Talk Radio. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Spirit Guidance with Shannon. We invite you to sit back and listen to how spirit guides and angels interact with us here on Earth. Would you like to ask a personal question? Please call 1-877-296-0345. Spirit Guide Interpreter Shannon Walbrin conducts individual sessions by phone. For more information, please go to www.spiritguidance.net. Good morning and good afternoon, and welcome to Spirit Guidance with Shannon. I'm so happy to be here with you today. We're broadcasting you live. We're broadcasting to you live from Johannesburg, South Africa, and I'd like to welcome our special listeners today in Brazil. And I know people are tuning in in Canada and also in the UK. So I'd like to say thank you and welcome to those listeners. If you'd like to call in, please phrase your question as a simple question without giving any background information or any history because your guides and angels already know who you are. They know who's who and what's what. And that number is 1-877-296-0345. And if you're calling from South Africa, you put a double zero in front of that number. Double zero one eight seven seven two nine six zero three four five. Today, our theme for Spirit Guidance with Shannon is charity in the realest and deepest sense of the word charity. So I get guided by my own team of guides who are working with me all the time to choose a theme that would be relevant to you and to your life and what's happening. So charity, as we know it in our modern day lives, charity is about giving to the poor, or helping people who are having a hard time. That's what charity is about. But we're going to go into the deeper meaning of charity and what it can mean to your life and what's going on with you right after we take this first caller. We're going to go to our first caller, who is Tina. Hello, Tina. This is Shannon. How can I help today? Uh Hi, Tina. Can you say your question out loud, please? Yes. Uh, Good morning. I'm sorry I had to leave out. Um, I would like to know... Uh, what do you get with uh, my relationship with Lewis? With Lewis, what they're telling is what they're telling me is that Lewis wants you to put him at the center of your universe and to have everything revolve around him, and that's really unrealistic of him to ask you to do that. So what they're telling you to do, what they're if you're asking for advice, is to give him respect, to give him honor and to tell him that he's important, but to make sure that you love yourself first because he's trying to get you to put him on a pedestal and he's trying to knock you off that pedestal at the same time. So let's put Tina on the pedestal and Lewis can join her on the pedestal, but he certainly can't take your place there. Okay, does that make sense to you? Oh, gosh, absolutely. Uh, there was a, And there was someone that was contacting him. Do you still see that person around him? Are you talking about another person contacting Lewis? Yes, a person named Ruby. You know what, honey? That is outside of my range of information. So my range of information can only extend to what should Tina do, but you're asking a question about what should Lewis do, and so he would have to call in and ask me that one himself. Oh, okay. Okay, because we each have our own team of angels and guides working with each of us individually. And so I can only work with yours because I've got permission from you, but I don't have permission oh. from Lewis. Oh, okay. Thank you, Tina, and we'll we'll talk soon. Take care of yourself. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So charity, 
in the ancient Greek is called agape. And agape is the deep love that human beings have for each other. And it is the deep love and respect that they have for the divine and the divine acting in their own lives. So the Latin word for charity is caritas. And caritas and agape are pretty much a direct translation of each other, mostly used in the New Testament Bible, but also used in philosophy when they're talking about different kinds of love in the world. So you know there's the kind of romantic love that you have for a partner, and that kind of love is called eros, which gives us erotic love, which is a sexual, romantic, desire kind of love, the kind of love that burns. Then there's a love that's called philia, and it's spelled with a P-H, and that's the same as in the word Philadelphia, which means the love of my brother, or um, philosophy, which means the love of wisdom. And that's a higher love. That's a kind of a more neutral love, That's uh, and it's also higher than eros, according to the Greek philosophers, that's the kind of love that I have for my actual sister or my actual brother or for the next person, you know, who's my friend and I really care about them, I want the best for them, I want I want them to, to do well. But when we get to the highest form of love, which is caritas or agape, we're talking about a recognition of the divine within the other person. So we can say, I can see that my friend or my this other person or even the stranger is a creature, a child of God, someone who exists because of creation and someone that I should treat with the utmost respect and the deepest quality that I can give. So agape calls on you to reach into yourself and find your highest and most divine self. Agape is a great test for us who have a temper, like myself with my little Irish temper that flares up every once in a while, because one definition of agape or caritas is to bring goodwill into a situation which has caused ill will. So let's say that you walk into a situation like a family party and there has been an argument. And you walk in and immediately people are asking you to take sides. People are saying, look, he was rude. He shouted, look, she left. She's you know, ignoring us. Things aren't going well. That is such a challenge. That is such a difficult situation to be in. To rise to the occasion, to tap into your own sense of agape, is to smooth over the waters as much as possible without taking sides, if possible, and to reach into the divine love and to recognize that each person there has needs, has wants, is feeling hurt, and to comfort and to bring to bring love and to bring peace into that situation. So that's the kind of real charity that we're working on today. Charity can, of course, have other manifestations, but we'll get into the other definitions of that as we go forward. We're looking forward to hearing your call. The number to dial is 1-877-296-0345. But for our first segment, what we're going to do is draw one of the archetype cards from Caroline Mace, and these cards are going to lead us to a new definition of what we're working on today, Caritas, Agape, and Deep Charity. So I'm fanning out the cards right now, and I'm asking for help, and I would really like for you to do this at home as well, to reach into your own um, ways of divination and to ask, how can I bring caritas into my life? So this card has to do with acknowledging our shadow attributes. So the shadow attribute of charity, it's called sometimes in Buddhism, it's called the near enemy of charity, is pity. So if you are feeling sorry for someone and if you give him or her your time or your attention, 
but at the same time you're holding the opinion that he is weaker or he is not he is less he is not deserving he is not your peer then that is not actually going to the highest level of caritas or agape so be very very careful when you're giving charity when you're giving attention that you really honestly say there but for the grace of god go i and i'm giving to this person because i know that i could just as easily be in his shoes i could be homeless you know i could be out of work i could be hungry or i could be lonely i could be an older person who has lost contact with her family i could be someone who's isolated and i could be someone who talks a lot yes i could definitely be in that situation and what would you do what would i do if we were in this other situation we would want to be treated totally with respect. Okay, so that's the first archetype. But the second archetype is servant. And here Caroline Mace is showing us a servant. She's showing us a person wearing an apron and serving a cup of tea. That's the the picture, the illustration of this card. But as related to Caritas and Agape, the light attribute of a servant is delight in serving others with a free and loving heart. You know how sometimes when you run into a situation of charity, when you're being asked to give, you think, gosh, I just don't have enough energy to do that. I am just broken right now. I'm just overspent. I'm just too stretched. And I cannot, I cannot willingly sit and help this person who really needs my help. Well, what are you going to do in that situation? To be a servant in the light form and to be a light worker is to delight in serving others with a free and loving heart. Gosh, it means that you actually have to delight in doing it. Well, have to. That would be the highest choice. So to try to find your yes in service is to delight in giving that service. It's delight. It's a free and loving heart. It means I choose to do it, not that I'm forced to do it. Because the shadow attribute of a servant is using lack as an excuse not to move forward and give. Mm. What if I use my lack of energy, my lack of time, my lack of ability to connect, my lack of patience to connect with others? Yeah, that's where you're looking at your shadow. Okay, thank you to Caroline Mace. Now we're going to go back into our etymologies, which you know we love to do. And we're going to look uh, at the Hebrew translation of charity, which is called chesed. And chesed is spelled C-H-E-S-E-D in the English transliteration. And chesed is known on the, do you know the Kabbalah? And it has the map of the ten sefirot. It looks kind of like a geometric um, figure, almost like a spider web, but it's going up and down. And chesed is one of the ten sefirot, which means the ten manifestations of God on the earth. And chesed is the first one that is known as a personal manifestation of God on the earth because chesed is a relationship between you and another person. So we're talking about charity here. And chesed can also be translated as loving kindness or mercy. And there are many ways to do chesed, especially in the Jewish tradition. There is one called bikr cholim, which means to visit the sick, that's definitely a mitzvah that falls under the category of chesed. But the major thing that charity is seen to be doing in the Judaic uh, version of the world is called tikkun olam. Tikkun olam is a lovely, lovely phrase. It's T-I-K-K-U-N, tikkun. And the second word is olam, O-L-A-M. And it means to repair the world. 
So in the Jewish mystical tradition, taught through the Kabbalah and also through other teachers of the Torah, it is that God created the world and he created it on purpose broken. And it is for us, through our choices, which we give of a free and willing heart to do charity, that we can stitch together the world and then the world to come, which could be translated as heaven or paradise or the next world, that will come when we have stitched the world together and knit it together with our threads and our stitches of chesed. Okay, we're looking forward to taking your calls. If you have one question for your guides or angels, the number to dial is one eight double seven two nine six zero three four five. And if you would like more information about how to get your own personal session, you can look at the website spiritguidance.net. I have news to announce on that line, which is I have a new United States phone number, which means that you and I can set a date. You would pay me via PayPal. It's $100 for a one-hour session. And I can phone you. So there you are in the comfort of your own home or your own office, and you have composed your list of questions and then I call you, and we have a chat for a whole hour, and I do channeling just for yourself about all of these things that you are really pressed with, all of the most difficult questions of your life, because your guides and angels are ready to help you with that. Okay, we're going to go on to our next segment, which is to pull a card from the Doreen Virtue Guidance Pack. And these cards are beautiful, beautiful angelic cards. We're going to pull it, and we're going to find out what the message is that has to do with, here we go, it's giving and receiving. Okay, Doreen Virtue has this to say for, to us about giving and receiving. The entire universe operates in cycles similar to your inhalations and exhalations. When you only exhale and you only give, or when you only inhale or you only receive, you become out of rhythm with the universe. For optimal health, energy, and replenishment, Balance each inhalation in your life with an exhalation. Oh, isn't that just magical? I love it when our guides bring us such clear, clear messages that have to do with our theme. So here we go. We're going to take some inhales and some exhales. I am inhaling and I am receiving. I am exhaling and I am giving. Okay, let's go to our next call. This is Diane. Good morning, Diane. How are you? Hi, beautiful Shannon. I so look forward to your shows. I oh, am I'm great. so glad that you listen. Yes, thanks for doing oh, so. Oh, I look forward. So what my question would be, and outside, the, if you hear background ducks talking, um, my question, I'm in real estate, Shannon, and I'm wondering how the, the year will produce for me. I go back and forth in this business, you know. So I used to do so much better. Well, Diane, um, for yourself, in 2013, they're showing me um, industrial conversions to housing, and they're showing me commercial real estate that you should definitely focus on that side. So they're showing me offices, office buildings, office blocks, not enormous skyscrapers, but small ones of like six or ten offices. And then they're showing me um, buildings that used to be zoned industrial, like warehouses, being converted into housing and that you are going to be behind that and really taking that forward. They're also showing me, now I don't know where you are geographically, but what they're showing me is 
It won't be in the center of the city. It'll be in the outer lying areas, which are not so beautiful. And they're the kinds of neighborhoods where there are mini storage units and things that I would think are, you know, not looking so great, but that you are also involved in some beautification and some tree planting activities that are helping the whole city get itself together and greening itself up. Okay, how does that sit with you? Interesting. Um, you, you know, it's interesting because my brother, who had said to me maybe we would do a project together. To, yes. Because he would, I, to do it with him would be powerful. I could do it solo. It's not, you know, it's pretty, not my, I think it would be an expensive profit a pro- project, but with a partner. Oh, they're showing it to me is as a cooperative in that I, they didn't give me your brother, but that doesn't mean that he's not part oh. of it. But they're showing okay. me that there would be a, a group of people who would work together and who would purchase the building together and rehab it together. And they're also asking for you to get involved with the city and tree planting and making those neighborhoods that used to be a little bit on the edge and not so right. cool into things that are much more viable. Because they're telling me that where you live, there is sprawl. Things are spreading out faster. And they want there to be more density where people are living and making multi-use buildings with offices and shops and houses or apartments together. Okay. Interesting. That's a whole different perspective. And Have a think be- about it. And it doesn't have to be today, but what they're talking about is you looking at that and looking at different neighborhoods and how they could be made more accessible. Okay? Okay, so the income we're not discussing. It's just a matter of, of doing something different in my career is what we're sharing. Which well, they are profit. going straight for income there. They understood your question to be how can Good. I increase my income this year. Right. And it is to... Um, to rent out and to develop and to sell buildings that used to not be considered residential and to transform and open them as residential buildings. Thank you, love. Thank you so there much. There you go. Talk to you soon. Bye, bye, Diane. Thanks. Bye. So we've been breathing and we've been learning about giving and receiving in terms of caritas, and the message that we just got is about we have to keep these things balanced. So exhaling is when you release and inhaling is when you receive. And to become in rhythm with the universe is to realize when you have been giving too much or when you have been perhaps on the receiving end too much and you have to find your own pattern there and what would work for you. Please do call in with your question, 1-877-296-0345. We're going to look at another tradition now, which is the Buddhist Hindu tradition of giving, and the word there is dan and dana, D-A-A-N, also D-A-N-A. Now, there are really strict rules all throughout Hinduism about who can give and who can receive. So it's not just anybody can give to anybody. There are different castes and different people are allowed to give to other people. And if one is in the wrong caste and one receives too much, the ancient Vedas, the Hindu scriptures, say that a person can burn up like a tree turning into ash. So one has to have enough stamina and enough gravitas and enough learning to be able to receive a gift. How about that? Have you ever thought about receiving a gift could be dangerous? Well, it could be dangerous to you spiritually if you're not prepared for it and if you can't handle the implications of it. So 
They also say that giving certain gifts can help you receive other things to keep you in balance. So if you give a bed to someone else, you can receive a wife. If you give sesame seeds, you can receive spiritual purification. If you give this, you can receive that. So if you give a cow or if you give gold, you can receive um, higher career paths and more work and more customers and more commerce in your trade. Well, do you think that could actually work? There might not be such a direct cause and effect in our day and in our society, but we can think about um, these messages that we've been receiving about Caritas, and we can think about if I reach into myself and see the divine in me, recognize the divine in others, and if I can give with a free and loving heart to other people, I will receive. You know, I won't. I probably won't receive if I give three ninety nine. I won't receive three ninety nine back. But we will receive because the universe is always karmically balanced, and no matter what you do, there will be a cause and a reaction. It's just that we don't understand the whole story, do we? We don't get the script. They don't hand us the backstory. Now we're going to do our next segment, which is a message from the plant kingdom. So you know that we read from this book by Janet Unite, which is called The South African Flower Essences. And of course there's give and take in the plant kingdom, isn't there? The rain comes and the leaves grow, the plant produces fruit, and then the seeds go into the ground, and then they produce new fruit. The natural cycle is all about giving and receiving and replenishing and regrowth and new life. So let's find out what the plant kingdom wants to say to us today. And we're going with parsley. Okay, parsley, I mean the thing that you can put on a salad, that kind of parsley. The keynote for parsley is perfectionism or self-criticism. Hmm. Okay, let's read more. For perfectionism, for those who force themselves to live according to their own high standards, who are self-critical and deny themselves life's pleasures, this essence facilitates self-forgiveness, bringing tolerance, spontaneity, and expansiveness, allowing a connection with the gentle, nurturing qualities of the soul. Oh, parsley, who knew that that little sprig of green on your plate at Perkins could actually be so good for you? But let's find out. Let's draw the lines and connect this now. Parsley is telling us that it is the gentle, nurturing quality of the soul that's being enhanced. Can you hear that? Can you hear the karatas that's involved in that? So karatas is that gentle communion with the divine and that reaching out from me to you. So it's an expansive quality. And someone who is harsh with herself is someone who doesn't even give karatas or agape to herself. It says people who are self-critical and deny themselves life's pleasures. Is it okay with you if you put your feet up on the couch for a little while? Is it okay with you if you close your eyes? Is it okay with you if you take a nap? Is it okay with you if you drink the good tea out of the good box? instead of making yourself drink the old tea that you actually don't even like anymore, but you think that you should finish. Hmm, can you answer those questions for yourself? When do you do charity for yourself? Are you recognizing the divine within you? Are you noticing that you also are a creature of God? And are you taking care of yourself, not by spending millions on fancy shoes, 
but by taking the time to love yourself and to recognize yourself and to give yourself the space to, let's say, make something. How about to sew something for yourself? How about to knit? How about to do some crafting? How about to read a book? You know, must you drive yourself with such a whip over your head? Or can you actually delight in serving even yourself with a free and an open heart? So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about real charity. We're talking about caritas and agape and chesed and dan and dana. And we're bringing together giving and receiving and inhaling and exhaling and also being a servant to yourself. Now we're going to look at something that will really light us up. And that's a paragraph also from Doreen Virtue. And this one is going to be from the additional meanings. This is from the card called Listen, which is another one that we're going to pull today. And it says, these are things that you really need to take care of inside of yourself, and these are ways for you to help yourself when you're doing karatas, chesed, and agape for yourself. Avoid noisy environments. Your hearing is becoming more sensitive because you've been tuning in to the angels. Clear your ear chakras by visualizing light clearing the air above each eyebrow. Let's take that one again. What does that mean? Clear your ear chakras by visualizing light clearing above each eyebrow. Really? Do you think that that could actually work? You know, she's really a genius, Doreen. She really does know what she's talking about. So I'm going to take you through that right now. I'd like you to take a deep breath in and then blow out as if you're blowing a candle. We're going to clear your ear chakras. Okay, I'm getting another message from the guides, which is for you to take your hand and to pull on your ear gently. Pull on your ear and then clear your ear as if you've been, ah, as if you've been hearing negative sounds and negative words. That's how you have to clear it. Okay, I'm going to take another call. It looks like we've got Chi-Chi in the line. Hey, Chi-Chi, this is Shannon. How are you doing? Fine, Shannon. How are you? I'm terrific. Do you want to give us a question for your guides? Yes. Um, I'm in the middle of uh, transitioning at work, and I just wanted to They're saying to you know... certainly are. They're saying you're up to your knees in mud, and everything around you is really, really swampy, and they're they're saying that you're even having a hard time walking, not physically, yeah. but just... There's just way too much stuff around you. Okay, yeah? Yeah. Yes, correct. (laughs) What would you like to ask them, since you and they know that you're in that situation? What do you need to know right now? Well, I need to know because uh, even though I'm in the mud at this particular company, um, I do need to kind of hold on there until I find a new opportunity, but my contract is coming to an end in a few weeks. And so I'm looking at trying to extend it um, just to give me that bridge. Um, okay, can you, can you go straight? Yeah, just go straight to the question. Yeah, so it's, it's um, how, how, how can I help facilitate that process? And is that okay. good for, for me to remain there, actually, just for a limited period of time? Okay, so I'm going to rephrase with your permission. Should I, attempt to, um, should I attempt to extend my contract? Correct. Okay, the first answer to that is no. So the question of how should I try to extend my contract is moot because they're saying 
if you tried to extend your contract, you would get a big no from them, and also okay. you would get heaps and heaps and heaps of trouble and more work and nastiness and also like all of the bad stuff about that workplace, which there's a lot of gossip backbiting and turning on each other, and there's not a lot of teamwork or what we've been talking about today, charity. There's almost no charity yep. there at your workplace. So they want you to get out. And they they said they know that it's a leap, but they said that if you could call that woman who has been kind of headhunting you lately and they want you to yes. phone her and say, I need you now, lady. I need you to take me on now. I know you're talking about farther in the future, but I actually need you to take me and rescue me with your helicopter. I need you to pull me out of this now. Okay. All okay. Right. So there, 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 there is a bridge. <laughs> It's Somewhere. that lady. So they want you to phone her, and you you have to do this with your own hands and your own mouth, and you have to ask for it. But it's not a favor because she actually does want to take you. Right, yeah. Okay, go exactly for that. Make that call. Make that call today if you can. Cool. Thank you. Okay, good. Bye. I would like to work with you individually. If you would like to take one hour of your time and we can have a nice long conversation and we can hash out all of these answers and all of the details... So please get in touch with me via spiritguidance.net. I'd like to thank Michelle Arbeau, our lovely, lovely producer and the head of Authentic You Media. Wrapping up now, we'll talk to you next week and take care because you are guided. You are guided. Thank you for listening to Spirit Guidance with Shannon, broadcast every week on Authentic You Radio. Would you like to schedule a personal session? For more information about Shannon's work, please go to www.spiritguidance.net.